1: No one has it figured out. So close, so the Good job. This is who has it a little more figured out than the last one. To be able to win the championship last year was great, but I still remember the year before where we missed the playoff. That does not get out of your mind no matter what.
2: Welcome to NASCAR America. Jeff Burton here in Charlotte alongside crew chief Steve LaTard, Hall of Famer Dale Jarrett, and our special guest today, fresh <laughs> off the golf course, Rick Allen. He's going to give us his opinions today. got a lot of them. I'm sure you do. <laughs> Let's get right at it. Joey Logano, big win. Penske won two in a row. What y'all think?
3: I think that's the storyline to me. It's not just Joey Logano's execution, and it was flawless for the last 100 laps of that race. Um, interesting race, not a lot of cautions, only the stage breaks. In the end, Logano had a good car. They executed on and off pit road, but had to battle his teammate. And I think there's something to be said for that. Coming off from a race at Atlanta where we saw Brad Kozlowski go to victory lane, now Joey Logano is a different type race, different type racetrack. But, DJ, it's a bit concerning to the competition that Penske's won two of the uh, first three races.
4: Yeah, certainly uh, shown a lot of speeds. All the Fords have, but they have really looked good. But these two drivers yeah, in particular that we're watching here right now, They seem to have figured things out a little bit more, but what I've really seen with all of this taking place is really adapting to changing conditions throughout a race even is more important and drivers that are willing to do that maybe more than others and figure that out uh, and, and adapt their cars to those changing conditions are a little bit better. But that was an impressive performance. Great racing uh, up there, the, the last part of that between those teammates. I think it's interesting that Joey Logano is the guy who said, well, nobody's really got it figured out yet. Well,
5: <laughs> if they That's haven't what got it out, you're really good. they finished first and second. So
6: <laughs> nobody's really got it figured out, but we're better than anybody else right now. So yeah, I mean, you look at Penske, they're strong. I mean, they're very strong right now. I think uh, Ford has to feel very good that they have gone out and put the performance that they've put in front of everybody but you can't figure something out in one race. And really that's this is the first race that you had 40 cars out there with this package. So how do you figure it out in one race? Well, Logano and Kozlowski seem to have figured a few things out.
2: Well you mentioned Ford and think about the contrast last year to Chevrolet. How Chevrolet brought out the new Camaro. Yeah. And like supposedly a new Camaro and other teams could figure yeah. it out here at Ford is. Boom, boom, two wins right off the beginning of the, the season. Mustang. So right. that's a uh, that's a drastic change. So another drastic change were the rules. <laughs> First race with this rule package, the rules were, were similar at, at Atlanta, but not the same, different racetracks. So what were your thoughts, Rick, on the race?
6: Well, I think everybody can have their own opinion. And, and that's the way I that's look no at it. So fun. These races. Well, <laughs> I'm gonna I am going to listen to the drivers because they're the ones out there, but they have their own opinion. I like to watch a race unfold. I like to see strategy come into play i like to see a driver do something that i know i can't do which is hold it wide open going into a turn and and those are things that are amazing to me so when i was able to watch guys manipulate their cars uh within inches of each other uh i know that there's a there's a downforce issue that they have there's a a big hole in the air that these cars are punching now so they're learning these guys are the best in the world and they're learning at this racetrack i enjoyed the race I, i mean yeah only two restarts. I like restarts because I like them when, you know, they're bunched together and they're they're fighting each other for position. But only two restarts because you only had two cautions at the stage breaks. That was a little bit, you know, tough when somebody anticipated that it was gonna be crazy. I mean I think Keslowski said something about attrition before the race. Oh yeah, it's gonna be a race of attrition. Well that didn't end up being the way it was. So I go into it with my opinion and I say, okay, one race with this package. I enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to the next races.
2: Well, you talked about the drivers and their opinions. Let's listen to what some of them had to say. We
4: all drive like animals on restarts. I know that. Uh, It's a lot of uh, unique challenges with the arrow, and it still comes down to handling. You know, you got to be able to hold it wide open.
1: really important to have track position, hard to pass at times. You had to be really good and really think about your passes to get them done. I mean, the, the really fast guys could do it, so it's not impossible. I think you saw it on every restart is, you know, you get the lead, and you just can't get away. And it used to be to where you get the lead and you had a huge advantage in you drive away. Now, uh, you know, the second place car was making runs, but like couldn't quite get there to make the pass. Once we started lifting just a little bit, maybe seven, eight laps into a run, then you started getting some passing going and cars wiggling and coming off the line. And that's what promoted the passing. Today, with those ducks in the front, the, the cars would really draft, but they punched even bigger of a hole. And so the draft was more effective, but then Dirty Air was was probably as bad as Atlanta. If it's entertaining for people to watch, it really does not matter to me a bit. So uh, whatever it is, it is. Rules are the same for everybody. Well, I'd give it an A if I won and B since <laughs> I finished second, and a C if I finished anything worse than that.
3: <laughs> well, so I, I, I'm well, a believer <laughs> that, that Chase Elliott is not making those comments because it's the popular comments. I actually think that's how he approaches the weekend. I think he doesn't care what the rules are and he just wants to race it. I think the drivers that have that approach are going to be better off. Listen, sports are entertaining. That's what they're supposed to be. They're supposed to be entertaining. There was parts of this race that were very entertaining. If there would have been more restarts, I probably would have been more entertained. I thought that overall, the goal was to have the leader not have as big of an advantage. That's what I saw. I saw that good cars still matter, DJ, which that's what I want, right? I want good cars to matter. Make no mistake about it. I don't want to see 40 cars drafting around the racetrack. I want to see good cars matter. They did. But, you know, they were still proximity to one another. I thought they stayed a little bit closer over the course of a run. Yeah. Joey Logano
4: just said it. He won the race, and he just said that even being the leader, you could not get the big advantage uh, of being out front that you could in the past. So in, in that respect, then it shows me that this new rules package is working to a certain extent. I think the thing that we also have seen uh, over the last two weeks is that The the better teams and drivers are still the ones that are up front. So they're (laughs) going to be the ones with that. So has it changed that? What I have seen, and I just mentioned this, that adapting to the different conditions, who you were around, what the racetrack was doing, what your car was doing, making all that, it mattered more now because you don't have, I know a lot of them have have talked about the throttle response and not having that. None of these drivers that were in that race yesterday came along whenever they only had 650 horsepower like I did. Uh, but And you <laughs> drove some of those before we got bigger and bigger and bigger with the power. Uh, but I found the race very entertaining in so many different ways because of what you had to do as a driver. So I think where the drivers we're talking about, they weren't going to have anything, any input into how they did. I think that's, that's wrong that they did. The other thing that I'm seeing is drivers that run a lot of Xfinity races yeah.
6: are doing really well with this. Lugano also mentioned that he was exhausted at the end of the race, and and I like that. I like the fact that he had to work. I mean, he had to work for that. All the drivers mentioned, it was hard. That was hard to do out there.
2: There's no question that the driver matters and no question the team matters. None of that's gone away. If it was, you'd have random guys running up in the front. We don't have random guys. We don't have random teams. We have the teams that have been the best over the last several years. We said
3: have those drivers, those teams up front. Yeah. So it's definitely not easy to do. Well, and a not manipulated race. And what I mean is there were years where cautions would have come out for debris. That's and right. everybody would have talked about it. That's and NASCAR right. made a public statement that said, we're done with that. We're going to put yep. these stage brakes. And guess what? You're going to have races with no yellows. And I applaud the tower for letting the race play out because I don't care if it was a 20-second win or a one-second win. Racing is racing. It's real. You can't manipulate the great finishes and you can't manipulate the bad ones. They are what they
2: are. So so if I'm a race fan and I went to the the spring Vegas race from last year and no one said a thing to me about the rules and I watched this race this year, I would say, without a doubt, this was a better race. No doubt. Now... Here's the problem. If you tell me for four or five months that you're going to see this crazy race in Vegas, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. So, yeah. so, you know, the, the fa- some of the fans have expressed they do- did not like what they saw. And uh, Listen, you see right here the green flag passes for the lead, last five races in Vegas versus what we have here. That's a great stat. But does that resonate to what yeah, a right. guy feels? That's what right. matters yeah. is what you see and you feel. So we heard some fans express their, their discontent with this package because, You know, they believed they were going to see something they didn't see. And I understand that, right? Brad Keselowski for the race said, oh, my God, we're going to have all Mm -hmm. this attrition. we will have all these wrecks. It's going to be crazy. None of that happened. So I understand where where some of the fans are saying, hey, this wasn't everything that we thought it was going to be. I do think it's important to remember this is the first race with this package. I think it's important to to know there's going to be a lot of work done by the teams. I don't think we're going to see rule changes by NASCAR. I think those days are kind of gone. But this is going to continue to evolve. There's no doubt that this was a better race than the spring race
3: last year. No doubt about that. So it was a step in the right direction. So, so listen, can we leave? La- I know we talked about the race, but can we leave without talking about qualifying? Oh, I'd love to. Talking- <laughs> oh man, I mean,
6: so so well, you brought up this question last year when yeah. you mentioned that this was going to be the arrow package. You brought it up to NASCAR and said, "Okay, is qualifying going to change because this is going to change qualifying?"
3: Yeah, and they kind of they, they were pretty confident that. It wasn't going to change it. They seemed to know it was going to be drafting. They seemed to be okay with it. I'll be honest. I don't really know if I liked it or didn't like it. I really don't. Um, (laughs) You can have have both, right? So the Coochie in me says that's awful because I want to make my car better than yours. That's just how it is. The fan in me said, man, I was entertained. So I'm kind of on the fence. I think the most important thing is that, look, we're three races in. Let's just see how it goes yeah. at uh, yeah, let's Phoenix see. and California. Yeah, we may have
4: to cut the time. Because I had to make too many trips to the refrigerator to get more snacks, and I don't need to so be doing that. you should just shorten <laughs> so that up. Yeah, yeah, shorten that short up to where everybody's got to go out of there. We so, don't need to be s- hit, sitting watching them on pit road just waiting to see who's going to well, be that person. And what happens and when the
6: pit road isn't as wide as it is? Yeah.
4: Because there were
6: four wide coming off of pit road at one point in time, and we're thinking, wow, the more action
2: on pit road right now trying to jockey for position to get on the track. I do think. I we do have to remember, this ain't going to happen every week. Yeah, this so is only at the tracks where there's right, a right. ton of grip. I was there at the racetrack. I stood uh, in the pit box of Clint Boyer, and I was watching timing and scoring, and I'm like, as a crew chief, what do you do? Like, yeah. when, they, when they rolled off with, with uh, a few minutes left to go in that second stage, right, to determine if you're going to the final round or not, how would you know when to go? Like if I was right. fifth, I would have been like, I got to go because if if this group gets a big toe, they're going to knock me out. And Normally fifth, you would have been like plenty safe. So I, it put and, the crew chiefs in a very right. difficult situation. I don't I like I like the fact that it's just crazy. Like you don't know what's <laughs> going to happen. I don't, I, like like r- <laughs> I, don't, I don't like the I don't like the randomness of it. I don't like that my qualifying spot it could be determined by the guy that is behind me or in front of me, like I don't like so, that but, part of here's it. So the I, one thing, I both I like hmm. it and I don't like
3: it. But here's the one thing I will say about that: is it's not random to move. It's it's multi rounds, and I believe that any car that's capable of qualifying in the top ten can get out of the first round by themselves. I don't. So you think the, draft's gonna be the draft be that important? The draft was that important. I watched. I watched. So you have to draft your way out of the first yeah, round.
2: Yeah. Well, but it's no. 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 I think you. I think you can run by yourself
3: in the first round. That's what I mean. To get. I in don't the think
2: to get from the second to the, the third, yeah, I, mean, I, I think use. that's You know
3: comes all up. I really want to be honest, just give me a shot clock. Just give me something cuz I want to know if the guy made it or not. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm just like strategy. See. I yeah. like the strategy. You have to think about like you said, who
6: do you go out with? Where do you go out on the racetrack? Who who's on the racetrack at the time? There's
4: strategy that comes into play. And yeah. when are we going to see or where are we going to see it happen? That they wait so long that the second half of that pack that leaves doesn't get back before the clock yeah. runs well, out. Well remember, Alex yeah.
2: Bowman would have sat on the pole. Yeah, right. Yeah. We've he ran it. the fastest time, but they missed What's getting to the start finish line yeah, by that. and he thought that they I made it. See, they yeah. said we made it our time and said it made it and NASCAR said they didn't. So yeah. it's already happened. There'll be there'll be a lot of questions about that clock. And, and, and Moving let's, forward.
3: But and let's just be clear. It's qualifying. I mean, Kyle <laughs> well, Busch went from 20th to the top five yeah. in a green flag run. So anybody that it falls the wrong way on Friday, I would be mad too. But then if you tell me that's what ruins your weekend, mm-hmm. then you haven't watched because the fast cars Kevin, still find their way to the front. Pit
2: selection is my
6: own. Pit selection.
3: Yeah, well, and,
6: and what about Kevin Harvick? Kevin Harvick won the first stage. So playoff point? Yep. Yeah, it matters. So, it does matter. I mean, you win the poll, you got that opportunity of, of the great track position. Well, this has been
2: fun, but they're yelling at me telling me we got to go. We're going to keep going, though. <laughs> but up next, we're going to talk about some other winners from Sonny's race in Vegas.
1: You know,
4: I thought it was... Uh... As good a battle as you're going to get him on these by-and-a-halves. Joey or Brad, I wasn't sure what was
1: going to happen there at the end. Brad
3: Keselowski got around Joey Logano, but Logano trying to rally again. Side by side, teammates not giving an inch. He'll slide back in front of his teammate off four.
1: He's a good spirit in battle. I was just a, a little bit better than
4: him in three and four, and. Uh, getting some drafts, and then you lose the nose in the corners. We have a kind of a pact in the team. You know, at the end, you've got best man wins. This is not a way where you got to say, you finish
6: first or second.
2: Kurt Busch won't let go. They stay side by side. Busch leads at
5: the strike. Harvick put the back bumper to Kurt Busch to help him to the race lead. In the throwback star nursery paint scheme, how cool was it to be up there leading laps and to bring a strong result?
1: It brought little chills you know, to, to the feeling of being up front and holding off the guys. All clear. Have a checker. Uh bud, T9. really wasn't uh, anything more than that, unfortunately.
4: All of a I just got tight, tight, tight. Wheel about turning the corner, stay tight, then try to snap loose. It's not going to change
1: it. You know, for us, we just had the handling go away in our car the second half of the race.
4: The handling was right there. Couldn't quite hold it wide open. That's why we're top five, and we're not quite there for the win yet.
1: Just um, needed to finish a little stronger, and I think we could have been, you know, maybe a few spots better. I don't think we had anything to win. You know,
4: we're the top Chevy again. We're putting our car in good position, so having some fun. These guys have done a great job on our Jimmy John's Ford Mustang the last, last two weeks, using the experience of the race team to uh, to put us in position of, of overachieving with, um, you know, the things that, we're, that we've got going on right now. Sixth
6: place on the right, Almirola Stenhouse. Whoa, she won't cut grief. Man,
2: he's just side drafted rock right the right rear quarter panel, the 10 of Aramore Roland.
1: Yeah, you gotta take every position you can and, and try not to lose any track position. That was actually really fun. We were we were racing really aggressive. When you get runs you you try and take it. When you uh when they have runs on you you try to block them. I was either gonna run into the back of them or wreck trying to turn under them. So I, I ran into the back of him. <laughs> it was intense. Uh, my heart rate was up. It was fun. We had fun. I put my arm around him and said uh, "said next, if that was for the win, he wouldn't he wouldn't have made it back.
6: Special weekend because we won with the Ford Mustang in Australia over the weekend. So that's four this weekend. So I'm going home and go to sleep.
4: <laughs> he sleeps? <laughs> yeah. I
2: didn't know he slept. First I've heard of him. <laughs> only on a plane, I think. Is yeah. the time. <laughs> so Joey Logano came home with a trophy. He was the only one, but there were some other guys that, I think we could consider winners. Who do you have
3: on your list? Well, I think Ricky Stenhouse Jr. has to be considered a winner. I mean, when you look at, really, where Roush Fenway was as an organization, I think they are one that can't wait for the rules to change just for change. They don't care less, downforce, more. They didn't care. They just wanted something different. (laughs) Uh, When I talked to that organization down in Daytona, they were excited to get it going. They didn't know if they would be good or bad, but they were excited that everybody would be at a more level playing field just because it was new. And I think Ricky Stenhouse has done a nice job of being aggressive. And you know what? I like... Jeff, is, is he's maybe apologetic. Like, I'm taking every run. i, I got to fight for every spot out there. It's competition,
2: and you take a guy like Ricky that hasn't had the success that he expected to have, he's going to drive hard. He's got a fast race car. Yeah. He's going to drive hard. Well, it's this funny. Package, to go back to him, right? This package suits Ricky Sinau. Yeah, I was yes. going to say, two-time I, you, champion, So He is. Yeah. This is made for him. I think you're going to see more Ricky Sinais Jr. running in the front. Yeah, I don't know if it made their cars
4: better or if it brought the competition back to him, it doesn't make any difference. He's more competitive uh, in a good way, and he's fun to watch do it. He, he's going to make some people <laughs> mad along the way, but but it's entertaining to watch, and that's basically what they're trying to do. You know, yeah. This is a sport, but it's it's entertainment at the same time, and it's it's not made up, as you can see him out there getting every position he could.
6: Yeah, Ricky pissed a lot of people off a year ago at the, the big tracks, I mean, the super speedways, because they said he was too aggressive. Well, you just heard Eric Almirola say, man, that was fun. I had a good time. We you're aggressive out there we're battling each other i hit him in the back you know those are the kind of things that as a fan i love watching that i love that battle that i saw between ricky and eric on the racetrack
2: how about kurt bush yeah,
3: yeah he was great too. well and matt yeah, mccall let, let let i have been frustrated for years now and you've unfortunately took the brunt of this standing yeah, in the, standing my, of the booth my <laughs> like the crew chiefs know when yellers are coming with these stage finishes and i'm not talking about the front six or eight because they're out there racing for points and things like that. But from 8th to 20th, it seems like they're just on this hamster wheel, doing the same thing every week, not gaining anything. Well, Matt McCall runs the fuel basically empty in the middle of stage 2, takes four tires, gets to the end of stage 2, says, I'm staying out. He was about a 10th to 15th place car, stayed out, gave his driver track position. He runs fourth. A-plus move from Matt McCall to make the call, but more importantly, for Kurt Busch to believe in it and drove the wheels off it when he was a little bit in the way, Didn't care. He fought for every position. Yeah, but he knew what he could and couldn't do with that race car, so
4: he ran it as hard as he could at that point. Then he settled in and and got a great finish out and did the things that you need to do. Kirk Bush is kind of in a place right now that I think he appreciates and and understands that this was a team that that needed a little bit of a pickup, and he's doing that, and this is one that – Would you have sat down and put the crew chief and the driver together? No, but it happened, and now it's uh, putting a lot of good things out there on the racetrack, and the last two weeks have been fun to watch him race. I mentioned
6: it before, I love strategy, and that's one of the ways that Kurt Busch had a good finish is because they're playing strategy to get up front. I think it's the whole picture. It's not just a car that's faster than the other guy. It's everybody working together to figure out, how do I get him
2: up front? Yeah. One thing we do know, we heard all the drivers talking about, when you get behind somebody, it's hard to pass. So when you have the lead, what are you gonna do? You you can't give it up. I mean, yeah. you don't you you're gonna you're gonna make some people mad. You're gonna have to drive aggressively, you're gonna have to block, you're gonna have to do the things that we've seen on plate races, where we've seen so many wrecks. And I think that's why Brad Keselowski before the race said, Hey, we're gonna see wrecks. Yeah. Because on these restarts, there were gonna be times where the best car wasn't out front where you're gonna have to do things to block, you're gonna have to do things to make passes. We're going to have more drivers mad at each other. I know that this race didn't turn out this you know barn-burning kind of a race that everybody wanted, but it's coming. Oh, it, yeah. With this they package, it's wide. coming. They were four
6: wide on the restart, so I mean, there's there's a lot of give and take, and when you get to the
3: end of the race, there's not going to be much giving. They're going to be more taking than now, giving. So I know we talked about the the rules at the start of this show about the race, but the one thing I continue to think about is I can name the drivers, right? Jeff Gordon, multiple-time champion. Everyone knows, right, there was a 5-inch spoiler or a 7-inch spoiler or a 4-inch spoiler. You've won races with high valences and low valences. Richard Petty won seven championships with different rules. Right, like, the rules is a topic of a conversation, but I I look through the history books, I don't see a lot of asterisks. I don't see a lot of, well, Dale (laughs) Senior won, but there was a fin on the roof, and that doesn't (laughs) matter. That's not how it works. Very simply, drivers strap in, Yep. Cars. The cars will always be a topic of conversation because they're a huge part of what we see on the racetrack as a fan and as an analyst. But the simple fact is, what I love is the drivers competing against one another. That's what I saw with Eric Carmel and Ricky Stenhouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said there was going to be a big wreck. I was wrong. There's going to be a big wreck somewhere. because <laughs> Not because they drive bad, but because they drive so good, I think I'm going to get a little confident, yeah. get a little too close yeah. to you. Melee. Yeah, but I think the downforce
4: helped. It probably helped them more than what they thought in those tight situations, the drivers, and they were able to make that happen. But when I look at this sheet right here, guys, we've had three races. We've got three different winners, and Kyle Busch and Kevin Harvick haven't won. We could easily go through these first five races and have a different winner in all of them.
6: I want to throw one other winner out there, uh, Denny Hamlin. You see him second on the list there.
2: Great name. He, he, I think,
6: has done a great job. A year ago, we talked about how he couldn't win, and he didn't win, and he had a streak going. He lost that streak, but he comes out the first race of the year, wins the Daytona 500. He's been very strong, Atlanta and now Las Vegas, and he had Carlos. Well, I was going to say, he shirt <laughs> in the <laughs> elevator. You know, I mean, what, that was spectacular. You know what
3: winning the 500 does? It <laughs> takes the pressure off. Look so at this. The pressure
6: off. Uh-huh. This,
3: this made my Sunday the hangover, idea.
2: and uh, <laughs> I think we should call him Carlos. I love it. I well, love
6: Denny, it. Well, Denny is,
2: uh, you know, when you get Denny a new crew chief, this is good news and bad news. If you're his current crew chief, it's bad news. When you give him a new crew chief, he always he wins. wins. Yeah, but, but you know, for some reason, like it's it's ha- it's happened. And then on a year where we heard a lot about Denny, you know, he's gonna lose his ride. You got Christopher Bell coming. He's like, yeah, not so much. Mm-hmm. Like I can still win races. I can still contend. Oh yeah, yeah. Denny Hamlin ain't done. I can guarantee you. He's They're digging, not. and he's gonna be more dangerous now. Those rumors. They only make you mad. And wow. Denny gonna be he's going to be hard to guard. Now you team. throw caution to the wind, too, because you have the wind. Yes. So now you can go out yes. and, and really gamble to try to get more wins. So up next, what we're going to do is we're going to have turning point. We're going to show you how Joey Logano outlasted some of NASCAR's best, including the hometown favorite.
1: Kyle Busch smoked the tires, slammed on the brakes to get down to pit road speed. There's no way. We were the most impressive today, but that doesn't matter because we don't have a trophy.
5: So the driver of the number 22 picks up his 22nd career win, but your first here at Vegas. But Joey, what's it like knowing just three weeks in already that you're going to be in the playoffs to defend your championship?
1: It feels good. You know, um, to be able to, to win the championship last year was great, but I still remember the year before where we missed the playoffs and.
5: That does not get out
1: of your mind no matter what. So, uh, you know, to be able to get a win early in the season, that's always a great advantage, uh, you know, as you run into these next few races where you can be aggressive and do things. And uh, that's what this will allow us to do. So, um, you know, whether it's strategy or racing moves, uh, things like that, that that seems like once you get one, you're able to start stacking them up. So, um, you know, got good race cars right now. We're capitalized on it, and uh, we got to keep that advantage as long as we can.
5: A couple great battles out there on track for you is – first with the four of Kevin Harvick and then those closing laps, you and, and Kozlowski really going head-to-head. What were those closing laps like?
1: <laughs> Intense, uh, that's for sure. Um, we both were good on the top lane in, in three and four. Uh, we were able to get up there and, and, and carry a lot of speed. And our cars were so equal, um, but I grinded my front tires off trying to pass them. And then when I, when I you know, got back out there I was trying to get enough ahead to where he wasn't getting the draft off my car anymore and I got there and then I caught a lap car and he ran right in my lane I was like no that last lap you know I knew he was close enough um, that he was gonna go to the bottom I, I just wasn't sure WHAT HIS PLAY WAS GOING TO BE, WHETHER HE WAS GOING TO CROSS ME OR, uh, YOU KNOW, TRY TO slide job or, OR WHAT. BUT HE CAME SO CLOSE TO, to BEING ABLE TO GET THERE AND uh, WAS ABLE TO SCARE ENOUGH MOMENTUM to, TO CLEAR HIM TO THE CHECKERED FLAG.
5: YOU'VE HAD SOME GOOD CARS HERE IN RECENT YEARS, BUT TO GET THE FIRST WIN HERE IN SIN CITY, WHAT DOES IT MEAN TO CHECK THIS ONE OFF THE LIST?
1: OH, uh, THIS ONE FEELS GOOD. WE'VE BEEN SO CLOSE. IT'S ARGUABLY MY BEST RACETRACK uh, by, the, BY THE STATS. It's, IT'S BEEN REALLY GOOD FOR US. WE JUST HAVEN'T WON. Uh, cool to have two Team Penske cars racing so hard like that. Brad and I, uh, we always race hard. We race each other clean. Uh, you know, we help each other a lot, and we expect to be up front together. And, and uh, that's fun. You know, it's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, we're up front because we work together, <laughs> but we have to race each other because of that as well. But but uh, it, it keeps us up front. So um, couldn't be more proud of the teamwork there uh, between driver to driver, but even more importantly through the, through the teams uh, all the way at, all the way back to the shop.
5: Go enjoy this one. Congratulations. Oh, we will. Thank you. <laughs>
4: Yeah, not hard to enjoy every win, uh, especially whenever yeah. you're 28 years old and doing all this. You know, uh, before the Atlanta race, I was talking to some people and they even asked, who was that young guy that won the championship last year? Uh, they couldn't even bring up Joey's name. And I'm, I think to myself sometimes that we forget just how good he really is and how young he still is and, and making all of this happen. Uh, at you know, at 28 years old, here he is with 22 wins already. And the first couple of years, you kind of have to throw aside that, uh, you know, exactly what happened. He was thrust into a very difficult situation, but uh, he's really impressive and gets the job done on pretty much every type of racetrack.
2: And I think the failure, I hate to use the word failure, the, the he didn't meet expectations early in his career. I think that's made him better. I think it's made him hungry. And you even heard him talk about, I remember the year we didn't make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You heard him talk about that. That stuff, if, if used correctly, can be really beneficial to you later in your career because, you know, it's not a given that you're going to run up front. It's not a given you're going to win races. And reminding yourself of that, I think, is really important to future success.
3: Yeah, and each week on Monday, we've kind of broken down how these races were won. The Tona 500, we talked about Denny Hamlin and that pit stop last week. We broke down that whole scoring situation. <laughs> but, but really, at Las Vegas, it was a little different, Jeff. I don't think it was as much as what Joey Logano did as well, as some of the competitors he was racing against. so the turning point this week kind of has multiple different looks. You
2: well, know, I think it starts with with Kyle Busch. I, Kyle Busch had an extremely fast race car. Yep. It comes on pit road and and gets penalized, right? He gets caught for speeding. So, uh, you know, let's hear what Kyle Busch had to say about it.
3: What pit this time? This this time. Change your plan. All four below. Get all four below. Give it, give it, give it, give it, give it. All red.
4: Kyle Busch, smoked the tires, slammed on the brakes to get down to pit road speed.
2: Yeah, there's no way, Slid him hard. Post the 18, too fast
1: entering section one.
3: Kyle Busch, he has been hit by the speed police. Yep, too fast, section one. Keep going. I'll let you know when. Do it before we get up to speed. This time, do it this time.
4: Kyle Busch going for the sweep here this weekend. It just got a lot more difficult for the driver of the 18.
2: Yeah, so now Kyle Busch, he had a lot of work to make up, but well, you've made a great point. He made a comment about brakes, and they try, were trying a different brake package. What effect do you think that had?
4: Well, it, it was probably something that, you know, these teams, uh, they're so smart in, in trying, and Steve, you've been in this situation before, whether it was Daytona trying to use the smaller brake package and things like that. I'm sure that's something that they were looking at, just trying to... to uh, make every effort that they can to make these cars faster in, in that way. And it, it might have got. and it's something as a driver that he hadn't really had that situation before and tried to get it just a little bit too much in that situation, put him behind, but what a great run he made back to the front.
3: Yeah, it just proved to me that fast cars could recover some. He needed a yellow perhaps yeah, to get all the way to yeah, the lead, but, yeah. but when he made that mistake, that handed the opportunity to win over to Joey Logano, but at this point, he's battling Kevin Harvick tooth and nail they are battling on the racetrack and i really look at the green flag pit stops i know this sounds silly but we continue to talk about the draft and what did logano say you could get the lead but you couldn't get away it wasn't anything special it was just clean execution by joey logano jeff and it doesn't look like much but they come in nose to tail and when they leave here you're going to see the 22 has five six seven car lengths i think that was enough to break the draft and kind of Joey Logano almost eliminate Kevin Harvick. Yeah, and so now Kevin
2: has to run harder. And you just heard Joey Logano say that when he was trying to run Brad down, he ate the front tires off the car. So when trying to make that deficit up, you're you're turning the wheel more. You're asking more of your car. That hurts the tires. And longer in a run, that's going to be detrimental. So what may not seem to be a big deal at the time, 20 laps later, it is a big deal because it puts yeah. you at a deficit and and it's just hard to ever make it back up. Yeah, I think Kevin
4: tried to downplay that first pitch stall, but you could see how much more rubber and black that was, and he just never could get that loss there. I think the other thing is when I heard his interview – After the race, and he talked about this is two weeks in a row, we didn't keep up with the the track as well as we needed to. I think maybe their car did get a little bit tighter, but I think the other side of it, as others improved, and he went from leading the race to second and third, then you have to run harder, and that's exactly what you're just talking about there. Then you run the front tires off of it, and, of course,
3: it's going to push more uh, whenever you do that. Well, the four didn't keep up with the track, but for the second week in a row... The two and Brad Keselowski did, because he was nowhere to be seen, and then all of a sudden, here comes Joey Logano's teammate onto the scene.
2: Yeah, and, and I thought Joey was driving away. And yeah. Brad Brad comes up, takes the lead, nice move, drives up in front of him, takes away Joey's line. Everything you, they were talking about, like where do you put your car, he put his car where he needed
3: to put it. And an and intermediate track, that's game over, right? I mean, you yes, lose the lead yeah. with 30 laps to go, it's, it's game gone. over. Sure enough, though, Joey Logano found a way to get back to Brad Keselowski. That's what I was talking
4: about, too, about drivers having to make adjustments and doing things, and and you don't understand all the time exactly what you need to do or how you got yourself in that position.
2: Yeah, so how does this happen right here? So now Joey Ogano is taking the lead back from Brad, and and I I talked to Joey last night, like, how did this happen? He said he just got so tight on that one lap that Brad was able to get by him, so he just collected his thoughts, went back at him, and I think Brad had the same thing happen. I think Brad got tight. Right here, you can see, not rolling the center, there's a car in that top lane taking air away from Brad. Joey went to the bottom at the right time. These things aren't by circumstance. They they don't just happen. These are two great race car drivers going at it, making the moves they need to make, learning. Think about this. This is the first time they've raced in this package. And they both learned and found a way to make runs at each other, get the lead back, and you saw right there, Brad almost made a move. You know, to try <laughs> yeah. to get the lead back. So just two, dri- two drivers driving great equipment, but their ability to change, their ability to be quick on their feet and learn how to drive these cars, learn where to put them, learn to tell their teams what their cars need to do. That is so underrated. You know, every car can come out of the shop being exactly the same, but the driver communicating with the crew yeah. chief is yeah. so important. The crew chief and the team... Knowing how to do the things the driver's asking for, that matters. Here's two guys early in this process have learned quickly what these cars need, even to the point they don't look so good on Friday. Mm-hmm. Friday in qualifying, the Penske cars look average at best, but come race time, the drivers have what they need and they're able to put them in the front.
3: So, and I'll go one further that I think other competitors really need to go back and rewatch these races because their only opinion of their car and this rules are what they had out the windshield. And I say this because Denny Hamlin said, there was only one groove. I had to run the bottom. Yeah. Kevin Harvick said there was only one groove. That's in, that's not inaccurate for Denny Hamlin. His car may have only run the bottom. Kevin Harvick's may have only run. But that's inaccurate for the race in its entirety. Yeah. So I think to get better, to overcome this learning curve, which everyone has, I think that these other folks have to rewatch the races. Because then Denny, great race car driver, he can say, you know what? Our car only ran the bottom. We need our car to do this, and then he'll ask for different things because good cars still mattered. That's the most important yes, thing in yes. racing. Good cars still matter. Yeah, good cars, good drivers still made a difference yeah. in, in making
4: those adjustments. And I say, if so if we're going to talk about the rules package at all, did we see things we haven't seen over the over last year? Yes, we saw things, and it was at the front
2: racing for the lead. Yeah, that's right. It, it, listen, I don't care what the rules are. The best drivers and the best teams are going to have the best chance to win the race. There's no doubt. And mistakes, like we still saw matter. before, yep. they're going to cost you. Yeah. So another cool thing happened in Vegas. Haley Deegan got her 2nd KNN win on the dirt. So when we come back, we're going to get a special look behind the scenes with her. Wednesday night hockey this week, guys, got a double hitter. Washington Capitals take on the Flyers, and then the Blues hope to continue their second half resurgence against the Ducks. Coverage begins at 7.30 Eastern on SN. I'm Haley Deegan, I'm from Temecula, California, and I race the
5: number 19 Monster Energy Napa Power Premium
1: Plus Toyota Camry. Haley, lane one and two shined off. Lane three is where the grip is, so you know. And it's rougher today. For whatever reason, the dirt on exit is choppier. It's just bumpier.
2: You by far have the most car control out there. You are the one flicking it the hardest, sliding it in. But I don't think you want a car to do that for 100 laps, you know? You want to be able to drive this thing easy 80%, not just have to slide it into every turn. Well, here you go. You can check out Haley Diggin's big win on Tuesday following the Dale Jr. download at 6 p.m. Eastern right here on NBCSN. Big week here on NASCAR America, guys.
3: Yeah, we have uh, Motor Mouse on Wednesday. That's always a good time. And then Thursday at the Motorsports Hour, Townsend Bell joins the show. Rip, we got a little IndyCar this weekend from St. Pete. Yeah, St. Pete
6: kicks it off. And speaking of kicking it off, Tony Dungy was just announced. He will be the grand marshal for Sunday's IndyCar season opener. So he gets to drop the green flag. That should be pretty cool.
2: Absolutely. That's awesome. Have you ever done that? What's that? You ever a green? You ever been a
4: grand marshal? No, well, no, I gave the command at Daytona for the uh, Coke Zero 400 uh, the year. Yeah. By the way, this is the reason why I'm, I'm on the talking show over today. this. I'm talking over
6: this, talk about about this. We don't this. want to talk about it. The reason I was invited to the show today so I could brag about the fact that I'm just taking so over the lead. Hey, I'm hey, just inside, hey. inside hey.
3: the top 19. I, I didn't even have any idea. I was supposed <laughs> By to the way, day. you're Look second. Well, so listen, I gotta,
2: I gotta say that. <laughs> We're doing pretty well. I mean, this table, we're four of the top five are sitting right here. Now, there's only five in the thing, but.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saving, we're saving our starts.
2: Saving our starts. <laughs> All right, so up next, uh, were the right calls made on Pit Road this weekend? Hmm. Steve? We're well. always the one to go gonna judge it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll check it out when we come back.
4: Go, 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 go. Kyle Larson penalized on pit road. Too many men over the wall.
2: Uh, they're saying we owe a pass-through for too many crew members over the wall. How did we do that? I'm guessing they were over too early, but I'm going to check. Unless they're saying that somebody behind the wall had their hand on, on pit road, which is damn near impossible, but I don't have anything to disprove it. And Brian didn't do me to get I did. we got a penalty. Too many
4: crew members over
2: the wall. Pass-through only. I do it now. I would,
4: yeah. Big penalties here. Austin Dillon, who has been big time fast up here. Too many men over the wall. The same for Kyle Larson. So they're going to be mired well in the back of the pack. <sighs> <Tough.
5: laughs> Why are you looking at me?
6: Why are you tough. looking at me? These
2: are tough penalties, but the rule says any part of your body is on pit road. That counts. And I, I, I mean... It's a tough rule. I know a bunch of fans, according to, to social media, thought it was a silly rule and a silly call, but the rule is the rule. And the problem I have with it is that if NASCAR doesn't make the rule, they don't, what, what is the, the defining a man on pit road? It has to be a body part. It has to be a hand. It has to be a foot. So, you know, yes, this seems like a silly call, but without a rule... You, you know, a guy will be have one hand on the, on the, on the ground, two feet on the wall, and get in the getting the tire area. They'll find a way to make it an advantage. So I'm okay with the call because the rule says you can't do it.
6: I, I totally disagree. I, I think there was, there was no advantage by that guy having his hand on the wall. I, I think back to a basketball game. You can only have five guys on the floor. And if you have six... It's a technical foul. Well, guys will jump up and they'll high-five each other on the on the bench, and they'll step on the floor. You've never seen that called before. There's no advantage by this guy having his hand on the concrete, and the same thing happened with Austin Dillon. It was, it was. There was no advantage where a there
3: was guy no puts advantage on down.
2: that day. But if you don't make this rule, they'll find a way to make
3: it an advantage. But NASCAR now calls this. Let's be clear. This was defined for this year because last year, guys were falling over pit wall. Guys were just having to end up on pit wall catching tires. So they said, hold on. If you touch the pit box, you are in the pit stall. Do I think it affected those pit stops? No. Do I think the rules black and white? Yes, I like black and white. There's already so much gray. I want less things that have to be judged in the heat of battle. I, what are the penalties everybody hates, right? Was well, that pass interference? Was it not? I don't know. Well, is a judgment call? This is It's very simple. You're out of bounds or in bounds? They're out of bounds. They touch the thing. Too many pit, pit crew members. I'm fine with it. I like it, actually. Black and white makes for better sports. What the, you got, DJ? The, wait a minute. Yeah, I, I
4: have to say, it's the rule. Um, and as you said, if you don't call this this week, then it's going to become more and more uh, until it's out of control once again. So this way, everybody understands. Every other team knew it and they didn't do it. So you know, it, it is the rule. And by the letter of the rule, uh, the, the right but, call. Is could made. the
3: letter be redefined? Hey, feet. Could it be this? Could it be that? Then Whatever. We, In my mind. Listen,
6: the fans sitting in the stands right now are wondering, why is Kyle Larson having to come in? I counted all the guys over the wall. There's only five guys that came over the wall. And then they have to go back and hear, oh, well, that guy's hand was over the wall. And all of a sudden, that's the rule? If his
2: hand being over the wall allows him to get to that tire quicker or do something that does make the pit stop faster, I know on this day it didn't. But it, trust me, it will evolve into that. What, drive, if, what if the
6: gas man? What if the gas man grabs a gas can as he's turning around to go gas the car? All of a sudden, he slips and he's about to fall back, and the the guy on the other side, of the wall shoves him and pushes him to the car. He doesn't have any problem and he helps gas. Him. That man actually helped him, but that's
3: not a penalty. That's not but, against the rules because the rules aren't. You can't help the pit stop. The rules. Yeah. Okay. Well, how, how did the, the guy rolling?
6: with his
2: hand on the ground help the pit stop? It's not he the rules. He didn't the today. The question he is, what what do you This is the problem. This is the problem with rules.
3: Yeah. Okay? Oh yeah.
2: This is the problem with rules. When you make a rule, it means you're gonna have to make another rule. Because the minute they say Or
3: you're you gonna have, have, to have to enforce the first one. Correct. You <laughs> have to have <laughs> what about this
2: many people on pit road. This is it. This is the only number of people you can have pit road. What does that mean? What is the definition on pit, of on pit road? Because what was happening last year, guys were leaning way over the wall. They were grabbing the tire, and well, they were like, "Well, this I'm not." Is no owning. different than servicing
3: outside the box. Steve, I you agree with to you. you be able to take lug nuts off when the car was outside the box. We saw it just a, a little
6: while ago on this show. The four came in, and a guy was scrubbing off the front of the car with a pole. So he's servicing the car from on the other side of the wall. If that pole hits the ground, does that mean that he's on the other side of the wall? No. Or if his hands on the ground? Yeah, because so the rules very clear. How is that? A person. There's no question about the rule, but he's helping service that car by cr- cleaning Listen, off the you, grill. You have
3: the wrong argument. You don't like the rule. Well, I know I don't <laughs> like the rule, but the rule is <laughs> true. The rule is black and white. Like the fan couldn't see that Kyle Busch was going five miles an hour too fast. The rule can't see that the lower control arms are more than a quarter inch offset. The rule, ca- the, the fan no can't advantages. see if the car is more. This than right here is not 60. an advantage. But I it disagree. Be, and it, that's, that's where you like, and I disagree. See, the crew chief says, if you give me that. Next week, what I want you to do is put two hands over there because then my tire changer doesn't have to turn as far, Mm -hmm. so he can roll that left rear tire out with one hand. Keep the gun in one hand. See, that's where my mind is already going. Is I'm going to make an advantage. That's 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 again. That's why you.
2: That's the problem with rules. People like him (laughs) behind pit wall are going to take this rule and they're going to pick it apart and they're going to say, Well, this. Remember, remember the all-star race where where we we uh, led the break because we didn't we didn't pit. That was because we I looked at the rule and I went, hmm, how can we yeah. how can we con NASCAR out of something, right? That's what they do. That's that's what happens. So w- rules require more rules because to enforce a rule, he's gonna make you say, Well, I didn't have a man over pit road. It was it was one foot and two hands, his whole body wasn't on pit road. That's the problem. One rule leads into 40, leads into 100. And that's why we have so many rules today.
6: He was not assisting or helping make that pit not stop. Not an any better. NASCAR should be able to make that call. I just You want to make more NASCAR judgment calls? NASCAR should be able to say, you know what?
3: He, we just he, had, no, he had no influence whatsoever on what happened on Rick, that pit stop. We finally got the race official winner on Sunday night. We're not going back to any more judgment calls. <laughs> Dabbled down. 40 cars took part. 38 could do it without a guy. High five in the concrete. Two couldn't. That's the penalty. Simple as that. I'm glad you don't I like don't it.
2: I don't like judgment calls. I don't mm-hmm. like them. I like it black and white because it, the integrity of the sport cannot be questioned. You can question the rule, but you can't test the. You can't question the enforcement of the rule. I'd forever have it that way.
3: I'm but, willing to say we're going to have this argument again. Bob, <laughs> Bob, yes, <and> we are.
6: <laughs> I, I still, I just, I think it's something that needs to be looked at. It's
3: so here's
2: what we're going to do. We're going to we'll, we'll reunite and argue about something else. But okay. next, we're going to do something cool. We're going to do shout outs. That's not us arguing. No
1: <laughs> Thomas Hatcher, front tire changer the 22. Great day today. Great day of execution. Joey Logano is going to win the Pennzoil 400. Woo! Yeah! job, everybody. Todd, Joey, pit crew, road crew all around. Shout out to the guys at the shop,
2: and uh, shout out to my boys at home. I, I love you guys. That 22 pit crew, mm-hmm. they're the heat. I'm oh, telling yeah. you, we said it last year before the, when the playoffs started. They right. were on fire. They had something to do with, without a doubt, with Joe Logano winning the championship. It
3: happened again yesterday. They are really good. Execution. Clean yeah. and simple. Didn't yep. touch the other side of pit wall. No penalty. <laughs> some other, some other. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Wow. We're not letting that sit, are we? Okay. Right. Uh, well,
2: who else was winners this weekend? There was some other ones that we want to give some shout outs to. We got to start right up top, right? Haley Deegan winning the k Pro Series West race on the
3: dirt. Yeah. I think you said it the best, Jeff, right? Earlier today we were talking, and there was, you know, a couple races that she had a chance to close out in her canon career. She's closed out both of them. But, DJ, I think it's all weekend. Las Vegas is a great destination city. You and Jeff were both out there. You talked about how busy the strip was. But how about the racing? World of Outlaw K&N Trucks Xfinity Cup. That is my kind of an event filled weekend. Yeah and you heard a lot of people talking about that. Just the
4: different events they were going to go to and have a good time uh, with the motorsports side of it. But there's just so much more. Shows Bob Seger was right. performing Saturday night. They had UFC fights. So a lot going on in this destination place.
6: Yeah the neon garage. I mean it's set up yeah. for the fans to so really nice. have an experience that they can't see anywhere else. I mean there's a second floor where you're able to look down on the cars the crews working on it in the garage. I mean you're literally right there in the in the garage watching this stuff, I, I think Vegas does an incredible job of really putting on an event for the fans to enjoy.
2: There was if, if you didn't if you didn't have something to do. When you were in Las Vegas this weekend, yeah. it was your own fault. Because <laughs> right. It was racing everywhere, and, and you mentioned it. Everywhere I went, people were excited about the race. They were fired up. The places
3: were packed. Everywhere I was, it was completely packed. Fun weekend in Vegas. And let's not forget, this was the first of two races because yep. we're all going to head out right. there at the second half of the season. The playoffs will be kicked off at Las Vegas. We saw how crazy the restarts were then put playoffs advancement on the line, I think it's only going to be crazier. Well, give them them another 20 races
6: before they get out there, or 15. (laughs) They're going to figure some stuff out.
3: (laughs) And remember, Dale Jr. Download tomorrow,
2: 4 o'clock, and NHL Top 10 starts right now.